Welcome to Common Rider AA, the podcast where I just remembered how good a game Planescape Torment is, and I think I'm just going to play it. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. I think I'm going to buy it again because I bought it on like a third party site rather than on uh, Steam. And it's downloaded in my old computer, which is so slow and buggy. I'm pretty sure I won't be able to. I actually, I might be able to. Huh. I might be able to get my copy of uh, of Planescape Torment off of my old computer and into my new one. Neat. Anyways, uh, we're watching Shin Kamen Rider Prologue. Uh, I'm Anna. That guy is over there is Adam. That is I. I've heard good things about this movie, that it's, well, things that appeal to me particularly, and that it's got a lot of body horror, it's pretty grimdark. And I understand you've watched it already. Uh, yeah, I thought we were doing uh, a watch and then talk about. So I watched it earlier today and I thought I was going to like it. <laughs> it's, it seemed like something I would like. People talked about it like it was something that was of quality. It isn't. I expect very much to you to not like this movie. Okay. It's, it's, so. it's, I think it's good, bad, though. I, I will say that, to be fair. Oh, really? I, it's From what the cl- few clips I've seen of it so far, it's, it's got really good practical effects, and that's what I'm really here for. So I have not much else to ask of it. Uh, but yeah, should we get on with it? Uh, yes, uh, we are watching it through the uh, Toei International channel on YouTube. Uh, we will count down from three and put play, and you guys will put play on your own uh, copy of it to listen to our dulcet tones. Ready? Yep. Three, two, one, go. Last Rider, 20th anniversary movie. So yeah, this movie came out uh, in uh, February 20th, 1992. Uh-huh. Uh, sorry, I'm just looking for more information and there's not much really. Oh no, she gonna get eaten. Lady, you don't hear those lo- audible plip-plops of... Uh, those the- are, uh, maybe those are from the lady. Maybe the ground is really soggy. <laughs> I love her hair, oh, though. There she goes. Oof. Uh, it was unnecessary to rip open the shirt. But he's he's just going to leave the meat to rot. I mean, not all animals kill to eat. Uh, some kill for pleasure, I guess. Yeah, some some lucky creatures have the amazing ability of malice. Cats, in particular. I found out a few days ago that my childhood dog 
once found the litter of kittens underneath uh, underneath the porch. Oh and no! Killed them all. Oh no! Yeah. That's horrible. Yeah, I did not want to remember her like that. Also, that sting failed horribly. <laughs> It's a creepy grasshopper man. Yeah. Away I go. Returning to Neverland. Hee hee. <laughs> Oof. And <laughs> I was about These to are... say guns oh. may be good here. Like these are common rider Kuga level deaths. Killing all the police officers. Uh-huh. Oh, they got a hit. Yeah, and it hurt him. Or was it... So uh, Shin, the main character's name, means true. Uh-huh. So the name of this is actually True Common Rider Prologue, which is interesting. Yeah, you know, True Common has... Rider's the grim, dark, gritty, creepy biopunk one. I mean, the original Common Rider was pretty gritty. It was only just held back by effects. Ooh, that's a title card. Yeah, that is a very creative title card. Like, I I said I hate this movie, but, like, I think it has some good points, and it's also just fun at some points. Uh Uh-huh. The International Super Science Institute, or the Institute of Super Science Technology, sorry. As opposed to regular science? Yeah. Well, it's not regular science, it's not dark science, and it's definitely (laughs) not light science. Dark science. Ancient cloning techniques only the Sith knew. And apparently me. Who was that random person in the Rise of the Skywalker that, like, apparently knows about the ancient Sith cloning techniques? Uh, It was... What's a space? I mean, I, I know it was Simon Pegg. But no, no, not that wasn't Simon Pegg. He wasn't in yeah, there. It was. No, I'm pretty that, sure it was Simon, Simon Pegg's Pegg. English. This guy was shit. He would. He was. He was Happy Hogan in Iron Man, wasn't he? Uh, you mean uh the guy who did uh, who directed the uh, Mandalorian? Evan Feige? No, that wasn't it. He li- yeah, he, he like had a bit role in Rise of Skywalker. Whoever it was. All right, hold up. It's it's not it's not Happy Hogan. Hold up, I'm putting it in the chat. He played ha- He played Happy Hogan. Uh, yeah, yeah. That oh, is the guy on the left? It's the guy on the left, and the guy on the oh. right was Matt Park. Uh, Matt Parkman in Heroes, not Happy Hogan. Oh, shit. That's. Oh, my God. I recognize him. 
Uh, oh, it's Dominic uh, Monaghan. Uh, that's Shotaro Shinomori, by the way. The guy with oh. the hair. Oh, shit, you're right. I've seen a picture of him before. Ugh. I don't even know what that organ was, but it freaked me out. I think it was an embryonic heart. D did they impregnate Shin? Uh. <laughs> that guy's head... That guy's, <laughs> those hands on the hips, that was like a total like dad move. Like, hey, listen. <laughs> oh, he's going to say your entire name with like your first name, middle name, and last name. Shotori Shinomori's a spy. Dun, dun, dun. You know, I, I think if I think if somebody says we are challenging God and now it's time for us to seize victory, I think that guy seems sane and stable. Yeah. It's the whole Jurassic Park thing and how nature will kind of bounce back. I thought you were going to say you kept on asking if we could, but not if we should. That That too, yeah. I think that's actually a really good, like, reveal. Huh. Like, suddenly, like, you think that guy's just from a moral standpoint, but then yeah. just all of a sudden, father, it's fine. And you find out there's a lot more depth to this. Yeah. Than... <laughs> I'm going to say, I like Onizuka, I, uh, the glasses scientist. I think he uh -huh. might be my favorite character in this movie. Huh. <laughs> A light corporate laughter. 
that man who just opened the door, he looks like he looks like CG. Father, Chin, I'm sorry. Uh, did you know that Shin is the... Uh, actually, no. I'll save this towards the end. Okay. It also means divine, or...? Uh, no, it was a trivia fact about the movie. Oh. But I'll save it to the end to avoid well, any possible spoilers. It also means new, I think. Uh, that's if it has an extra eye. Ah, uh, I see. Also, apparently Shotaro Ishinomori is a horrible spy. Yeah. Look at his eyes. <laughs> He's, the way they're moving. He looks like yeah. an animatronic. Kind of, yeah. Uh, by the way, I w it's time for some actor stuff. Uh, Shin Kazumatsuri is played by Shin Ishikawa. Oh. Uh, he also played uh, the host of Ultraman Hikari in Ultraman Mebius. Oh. This is weird music for a workout montage. I mean, this, that isn't what you uh, listen to when you work out? Not quite. You ever just go to a gym and watch a man swim? <laughs> With no. no emotions visible on your face. I mean, not really. So I'm pretty sure that's a reference to the original Common Rider who was uh, working to be a professional motorcyclist while also being a graduate student studying biology or something. Uh. Thank you, Yuki, for telling me my entire life story. <laughs> Exposition.
A low love interest who will probably die later on. Uh, that was the lady at the lab. Oh. Aren't we such good friends? That character does not return. <laughs> that is the last appearance of that character. No! Blah. That wasn't very cash money of you, Shin. All right, so more after facts. Uh, I was played by Yumi Nomura, who only did this for uh, Tokusatsu, at least. Huh. And Yuki was played by Masanobu Takashima, who also seems to have only played this huh. for Tokusatsu, at least. Yeah. Like, okay, so the implication is he was drinking coffee so he wouldn't fall asleep, but now he's just out jogging with like no real transition. Uh huh. Like, that's one of the problems. Like, this movie just has transition or switches scenes without any explanation, so it just feels weird. In CAA, man, I wish I could make out the text on that sweater. Probably be a wonderful addition to the... A wonderful companion to Goblin Coordinates. uh, I I think what it is, it's uh, like a university or like... uh, Yeah, it it is, but I just want to know if there's English on there. A 
Okay, so now things are going to get fucking weird. Yeah? Because just wait until you see what's decorating this man's secret laboratory. Okay. Yeah, that's right. It's a Star of David, at least one menorah. And later on, we see that he has, like, a few crosses every, every, uh, every so often. Uh, and a lava lamp. I guess he's... Yeah, I guess he really takes this whole... This whole combating God thing seriously. Like, what production designer was like, I know what this mad scientist needs. Candelabras and the Star of David. Like, what the hell? I guess it's just... Also, also what I'm assuming might be, like, some Buddhist imagery, it's a little out of focus, so I can't tell. And it's not as in-your-face as the Star of David. Uh. Ooh, nipples. I guess he wants the intention is for God to bear witness as he, I guess, trespasses on the realm of the divine. I don't know. All right. I don't know which God is real, so I'm going to cover all my bases. Yeah. Most of the Abrahamic ones. Let's well, try Buddha. There's only just one sure. Abrahamic one. Well, different sects of it. So who knows which one's correct? Sure. And, like, I'm sure we could find a shrine to Zeus somewhere around here. There may very well be one. It's a lovely beeping cadence. It looks like he's getting high. (laughs) He kind of does. Oof. Convulsions. His heart rate's at 134. Now Shin's getting fucked up. It's a shared shared high. He's overheating. Oof. Literally just a lava lamp, which, by the way, was in a there's a statuette of a goddamn giant hand that the that was a that was a not very obvious cut. But there's the, the statue of the giant hand is what's holding up the lava lamp. Wow. Uh oh, he just finished. <laughs> also, that that fucking cinematography was weird because he was walking up. Yeah, it the lady like was in front. Was... 
It looked like you, friendly like, fire he, for a second. Yeah, like, first of all, that lady was up in front walking first, then just stepped off to the side. Then people started dying without them being touched, and then they started being attacked by, like, yeah. the claws and stuff. Did I do that? Yeah, several of those people were telepathically killed or something. Or telekinetically. Ooh. A okay, so, so this is something that always made that we made, does the movie want us to think Shin was the one that killed them? But, like, because Shin thinks he killed them. But yeah. is the audience supposed to think that? Because it's very obvious that Onizuka did. I don't... I don't think so. I think this is just supposed to be a bit of dramatic irony that that Shin thinks he's a murderer, but yeah, like Shin, who fell in a spot, woke up in that same spot and saw the people firing upon the man, injecting himself with strange substances. I must have been the one to do this. Uh. I'm scared my dad will lose my, his job, so that's why I haven't told anyone that I'm pretty sure I'm a serial killer. He said averting eye contact. I mean, to be fair, I think... I think Onizuka's just like, I don't want to look at this man. I'd rather just fix my fingernails. This is a scientist. Uh, Excuse me for one second while I go to Google. (laughs) To fire... Flies glow. That, yeah, that's been explored. Telepathy. Yeah, it's... Oh, yeah, the... uh, Everyone knows about the telepathy held by the strongest creature in existence. The grasshopper. The fucking grasshopper. 
That's a powerful boy. The the grasshopper has the telepathy that's shared throughout their species. Yeah, we we know why fireflies glow in the dark, and the moth thing. Why are there? Why do they have such tactile antennae? Clippers <laughs> will take over the world. <laughs> oh, it's so good. People were surprised that this movie didn't get its sequels. Beautiful. Full win against God with the power of the grasshoppers. So he's <laughs> he's like hyper collectivist, okay? I think he might just be insane. Not any specific mental disorder, but just insane. Well, collectivist in that he has collectivist leanings, politically, <laughs> or sociologically, rather. But to the 11th degree. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. He, he wants, I mean, I get it. You know, like, everyone should give up you themselves to protect the collective. Why not use ants? Or bees? <laughs> Stuff with actual you social structures. Why not something that, like, even in popular fiction, have hive minds? Only just dropping that this is all one of Zaynort's plans. Uh huh. Just that little gl- I love Onizuka because he doesn't care about anyone. Bakana. Nani? I really like that jacket of his. It's all right. I mean, I, I just feel like it's pulled off really well with him. Yeah. Ooh. Those doors are so small. It's been cleaned.
GI Lady. GI Jane. So the actress for that character is Kiyomi Sukada, who hasn't really done much else with uh, Tokusatsu. I see. Is it Shocker or the equivalent thereof? Oh, it's Organization 13. An organization created to create 13 bodies for Xehanort uh, so that he can reincarnate into the modern world and reach Kingdom Hearts. Wait, each of... Okay, I only... I didn't play three. Uh, oh, fuck, I'm sorry. They're like... Uh, wait, did you, did you play Dream Drop Distance? I dabbled in it. Oh, at, at the end, it's revealed that Organization 13 is, is, was created in order to create new bodies for Xehanort to inhabit. No, Murrow, what the fuck are you thinking? It's, Kingdom Hearts is great. I love it, unironically. Dun dun dun! Oh, is this the the animatronic dude? I I believe. Yeah, yeah the guy with the weird eyes. Yeah. Look at the way he walks. <laughs> I am gently strolling along. You ever just enter a closed gym and swim a few laps after you're almost assassinated by a member of the quote-unquote organization? I mean... Okay, I, 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 want, I want you to take note of what that, what that swimsuit he was wearing was. It was, it was a like speedo. a little Speedo. Yeah. yeah. Keep, keep that in mind for a little bit later. Shin, you're a little too relaxed to go to a a public place like this. If I mean, to be fair, it was closed? Question mark. Yeah. I mean, at least he didn't go back to like the lab or something. Huh. No. <laughs> this movie is so goofy. 
a little stealth leap. Oh, hi. <laughs> hey, this is the this is going to be the best. Oh no. They're just here having a little picnic in the gym. <laughs> Imagine just leading with that. Yuki, meanwhile, has no idea what's going on. <laughs> Yuki's just like, wait, hold up, what? What's... <laughs> Yuki has no context for any of this. <laughs> Oof, camera got blurry. <laughs> oh my god, this the melodrama is so thicky. It's like it's like 100% humidity in Houston. Yeah. You could just... That's 101% humidity. It's spontaneously generating water. Yeah. Except it's melodrama. Wait until you see where this man goes after this conversation. The theme park, limit, but the shower that that is. That's he goes it. to shower, wearing those shorts, <laughs> and it's not like those are his bathing suit that he put back on. Those just shorts. Yeah, that's true. They're they're, they're in the other room. <laughs> Leave me alone. Goes two rooms away to shower. Meanwhile, Yuki leaves after hearing his friend confess to being a murderer and a monster. Wait, is she is she going to give him the intimate healing? <laughs> now she's showering naked and also alone. She, she didn't even shit. And now they're swimming naked together. Is this metaphorical? <laughs> no, they're Are actually they? they're actually swimming together. Oh, they are. Okay. <laughs> I just can't stand this. This scene broke my mind when I first saw it. I don't. Takes a shower, sees girlfriend and boyfriend like there to have a picnic, confesses to being a murderer, runs back into the shower, two rooms away from he yelled from where he yelled at them about being a murderer. Goes to swim, then his girlfriend joins him naked. I, yeah. 
I love. I love. I love that. First of all, okay. So several things. One, the fact that the the very next the next time we see Onizuka after after he starts shouting about about grasshopper telepathy, we see him in a straitjacket being fed soup by a man. And the I, fact I guess- that he hold, then he holds his hand out. The other guy holds his hand out for a cigarette, and. Like, instead of putting it in the hand between the fingers like you would think, he just puts it straight into his boss's mouth. <laughs> uh, Onizuka is played by uh, Koiki Kataoka. Also hasn't really done any other Chogusatsu stuff. Uh-huh. Uh, Mr. Uh, Animatronic is played by Reiji Ando. And... Uh, don't even know what that other guy's name is. Oh. Uh, Iwai Himoro, the uh, big boss, is played by Daijiro Harada. Also, oh. nothing else, else of note. Time for the second scene that made me lose my goddamn mind. This scene is rife with sexual tension. Oh, no! Do whatever you want with me. Just take off those pants, sexy. Oh, no! Okay, time for the part of this movie that drove me insane. Now he's talking, like, in English onto his phone. (laughs) He didn't even end the conversation. He said, well, it's too late. Saying that cryptic thing, then taking it, then going off to, like, have a call that was completely off screen while this man is shouting in his ear, what the fuck is going on with my son? (laughs) Wow. (laughs) This movie's so fucking bad. What should I have for dinner? I I don't know. Oh, give me a suggestion. I mean, 
Mm. Yeah. All right. Sneaky, 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 sneaky. I'm sticky. Also, oh, also he already man. snuck into the labs to speak with I about Onizuka being gone. And also, apparently he was there in an, in, for enough time or spoke to enough people to know that Onizuka was gone. Like, this... I, this movie makes no sense. So I have, I have that ABBA song stuck in my head, the one that goes I don't think I know that one. Uh, it's the one that plays when uh, during Sophie's bachelorette party when uh, her fathers are like, you know what? I'll walk you down the aisle. While everyone's like partying and dancing around, and she has a panic attack. Sophie who? Uh, from, uh, from, uh, Mamma Mia. Oh, I, I never watched that. First of all, that's a mistake. You should watch it. Second of all, it's a great movie. I love it. You have curious tastes in film, I must say. I love musicals. What can I say? I don't know. I've heard. Also, also that cut. That cut of him, like, trying a door, it being locked, walking away, and then all of a sudden cutting to him in, like, seeing his eyes through that uh, little plate thing. Like, Uh these cuts are just not good. Mm. Also, look, it's the telepathic grasshoppers. Yeah. Speak to us. Share us your wisdom. (laughs) Leaf tastes good. Are those two grasshoppers fucking? It could be molting oh i mean those are those are two grasshoppers just on top of each other i don't think that was molting are they actually going to speak to him i mean I they did they did in common rider j yeah what was his name again? The uh, uh, the the mascot grasshopper thing puppet. Yeah, the cute remember. one that like sacrificed himself. I don't remember. Barry, it was Barry. Barry, that's it. Yes. Yeah, he was so cute. <laughs> Barry shows up in Common Rider World, which is the uh, like little three D movie that was made for Universal Studios with Kamen Rider uh, Joe and Kamen Rider J. Yeah, that, that's like a, it's a that's a good little special. Like it has them beat up some monsters, including one of the monsters from here, and be oh. like, "Yeah, Kamen Riders forever!" And they clasp hands, and Barry's there watching over them. Yeah, Kamen Rider J was a good movie. I like we could it. have been watching that again. <laughs> Instead, we're watching this. We already covered it. Yeah, but we could cover it again.
Well. What the f- How did that happen? I don't know. That truck driver was not even trying to brake. He was just oh. like, all right, time to keep on driving. Oof. And now the MIBs and what's her face? I don't think we even get her name in like in the movie, but her name is Sarah Fukumichi. She, she, she just blows them all to hell. Sarah Fukimichi gives negative fucks. <laughs> like, she actively forces people to give fucks about her. Uh-huh. Oof. I can hear them, the grasshoppers. They wish for me to kill. Oh. Just going to tear through that that steel thing that's not made of steel. I mean, I think that's meant to be just the covering. I think it's actually meant to be cloth because it's the top oh. of the uh, thing. I think it might be meant to be a canopy. Pure, pure. Explo- <laughs> that fire landed so close to that actress. Yeah. Like... Good on her for managing to keep her cool during that, because I would have screamed. Dun, dun, dun. Oh, now it's a little better. Oh no, it's the it's Doras from uh, Comrade so, Joe. He oh, I had to look that up, and because of that, the timing wasn't great on that. But yo, we get some bucked up special effects now. Hot damn! Man, look at those calves. Looks like a vampire from Buffy. His face right then. Oh, and he lost his hair already. (laughs) 
head she oh god damn it her head head she don't no not not like this not like this not like this that looks pretty dope i have to say it is a, it is a cool suit and transformation Oh, that's Onizuka. Huh. Yeah. Ooh, he ain't having a good time. I like that he looks different from uh, Shen. He looks slightly more monstrous, I guess. He's got mandibles. Yeah, like, his face is a little flatter. His eyes are differently shaped. Like, there is a bit of a difference. Huh. He kind of looked more like an ant than a grasshopper, honestly. Behold, aren't I glorious? Gaze upon me and weep. Oof. Oh. The animatronic dude. Is he literally a robot? Oh. <laughs> that sound effect. Pew pew. Oof. <laughs> he has angry eyes. Oh. I, I I do like that they put expression on his face. Uh-huh. Showing that it's like not just armor. Right. What Yeah, this guy transforming is unabashedly awesome. He's a thing. He's literally a robot. Yeah. Well, he's some sort of I don't know, he seems like he's got organic components. Yeah. Oops, cyborg, I guess. Oof. Oh no, this franchise has used the word cyborg uh, kind of liberally. Well, I mean, he, he uses it pretty uh, correctly for most of it. Like, oh, all the Showa, most of the Showa era writers are cyborgs because they're humans augmented with technology. Uh, my understanding of the word cyborg is, is that it's someone who's had organs or body parts replaced with mechanical components. And I mean, that, and that's m- most of the common riders, like 90% of their insides are robot. Is it? That's, that wasn't the impression I got from black though. Well, in black, they implanted him with a kingstone. That's just magic. Oof. Also, I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure the actual word is a uh, Ningen Kaizen or Kai, or Ka, Kaizen Ningen. Kaijin. That it means mutant, doesn't it? Uh, in, it means uh, enhanced or altered human. Uh. Kaizo Ningen. Kaboom. Oof. Ugh.
Hi. Hey. Hey. Do you know where the nearest Dairy Queen is? <laughs> I, I seriously need a Frosty right now, you know? <laughs> so, like, do you know where the nearest DQ is? Oh, okay, well, wait, bye. Wait, I, I see the sign over there. I'll, I'll catch right. you later. Have a nice day. I'm going to get an Oreo uh, milkshake. Some fries, too, maybe, so I can dip them in. Yeah, okay. Oh, hey, it's my girlfriend. I'm going to DQ. You want anything? I only have like 20 bucks, though, so can't get too much food. Love you, babe. Please forget the fact that I don't have a job and you're a renowned uh, immunobiologist. Does she recognize him? Because she looks very horned up. I mean, she might just be a monster fucker. Also, like she was part of the uh, project that he was ex- that was experimenting oh, on she, him. Yeah, she, and like, oh and, wow, and she seemed to be like more uh, more in the know than even his father. Yeah. Oh, she. Yeah, she recognizes him. Oh. Also, this confirms that I is stronger than Common Rider Forze. <laughs> yeah, I saw that clip. His his nail his supersonic nails allow him to uh, cut do anything to allow. Okay, I'll just give him a hug. Ah, what was that? Those were his hypersonic uh, spines that allow him to cut through anything. This man has too many things that allow him to cut through anything. Uh huh. She kind of sounds a little bit French. Like, maybe she learned her English from, like, someone with a French accent. Do you think the people she brought on that like mission to fight against that uh, truck? Do you think that wasn't her best team? I. You think she like no. started with the C team that got <laughs> slaughtered in the warehouse, went up to B team to take out the truck, and now she's like, "All right, now we can go to A team now that they have cyborgs." Huh. I wonder if the reason they had that uh, pol- police officer bring in tea is because they were implying that that is the uh, spy. Yeah. 
star one five zero eight pound. Huh. That's my uh, bank pin. Don't let people know that. Ah, oh, it's all right. It's not actually mine. It's yours. Um, if there's a card I have that I don't even know about, sure. I created a bank account in your name. I'm smuggling all of your parents' funds into it. Okay. T- to what end? To give it out on our podcast. I mean, I I guess this is good promotion. Yeah, the organization is basically Shocker slash uh, Golgum slash all the other just organizations. A nebulous government of, group. Like government of dark. Kamen Rider X's organization is called God, which is an acronym for Government of Darkness. Wow. Yeah, which is the goddamn coolest name ever. Eh, it's trying a little too hard to get into the acronym game. Like the Strategic Homeland Intervention yeah, Analytics sure. Logistic uh, Division? That one? You have to be like four letters or more to to be a good acronym. They fall short by one. <laughs> You know, honestly, this guy was doing really well himself. Like, I don't see why you need, like, the biological, like, the grasshopper version of him. Yeah. Like, he he was kicking Shin's ass. And they failed. You suck. Dun, dun, dun. I love how Shin's face does not react at any point during this story. He decided to merge the the known telepathy of grasshoppers with our own technology. (laughs) You know, if I had a nickel for every time a scientist tried to turn a man into a grasshopper-human hybrid... I would have way too many nickels. Yeah, you'd have a few. I mean, although I mean, te- techni- technically, Comrade Ichigo and Nigo weren't are just look are just designed based off of grasshoppers. I don't have grasshopper DNA, so I think it might just be him and Joe. So it's still two nickels, which isn't a lot, but still weird that it happened twice. Yeah, it's hmm. that was a Phineas and Ferb meme, by the way. I'm aware. Well, I know the meme. I didn't know the origin.
Look at that emotional face on Shin. <laughs> so dumb. Just an overlay. A little grasshopper with the human face. That was <laughs> overlaid with CG. It looks so bad. Yeah, I guess now we realize that what happened is that using the obvious telepathy available to all grasshoppers, Shin saw the memories of Dr. Onizuka as he was uh, yeah, in his grasshopper people. form. Yeah. Makes perfect sense. This this conversation is so amazing because now she's just ranting at him and pretending he's responding, but he's just looking at her with no emotions on his face. Yeah. Like, we need to go back to the lab. Yes, you're right. You're right. I was just spying on you. <laughs> This is not the right time to act stoic. <laughs> I mean, I guess he. Had, <laughs> I'd say he was pissed off, but <laughs> I think he might have fallen asleep. <laughs> it just zoomed in on him, and he's just staring into space. Oh. The Institute of Super Science Technology. I, lo I love that little detail of her driving through and the guards chasing after her. Like, wait, hold, 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 I, hold, hold up, you gotta check, you gotta check in. I, hold up, you gotta check in. Oh, beautiful. Nope. <laughs> okay, so. She could have straight up just if she had she, why this is so wild to me because that it's been oh. like she has a grasshopper baby okay now think about the implications of this they had sex like two two three days ago three days ago max yeah now there are two possibilities one it was last night while she was sleeping at the institute that they decided to perform an invasive examination of her body and found out she was pregnant after having sex a day ago or they knocked her out for no reason right now when she was rushing into the building and then found out she was pregnant We're like oh thank god we knocked her out and did a pregnancy test on her
Oh yeah, also Shin's dad is there. <laughs> he just walks into frame. They don't establish that it's the same cell. This movie is so bad. <laughs> like it's <laughs> people were surprised and angry this didn't get sequels. <laughs> wow. It's the grasshopper the Universal Grasshopper Will. Like, or something. Oh, it's even better than the Universal Grasshopper Will. It's his son? Yes. First of all, I love that you just assumed it was a male baby. It is, but... (laughs) To be fair, I did too, because chances are it's going to be a son. But (laughs) this two... Day old fetus is sending out telepathic grasshopper signals to his father. That that is her uterus right now. We are staring into her uterus, and that baby is just smiling at us. It changed directions. It changed. It was spinning uh, counterclockwise. (laughs) Then it just switched to clockwise. Oh my god! Now it's back to counterclockwise. It looks so smug too. Yeah, it's saying I'm two days old, and they already have better grasp at our telepathy, father. Look at this emotional moment as father and unborn fetus that is two days old communicate with one another telepathically. Oh my god. Because of the grasshopper DNA, which is why they can communicate telepathically, which explains everything. (laughs) It gets better. It's about to get so much better. Oh, look at him go. (laughs) It's like he's trying to be Tom Cruise. Oh no! Pregnancy yeah. power! The two year old fetus sh- used the force of light to sh- send a metal door off its hinges to probably kill two guys. <laughs> that is the most powerful two day. That fetus is like two days old. Actually, wait, no, it. It might just be a day old because. Went to the gym. Had sex in the pool. I got pregnant. Next scene, we see Onizuka in the straitjacket. Scene after that, he he bursts into the lab saying, where's Onizuka to I. Then he's sneaking around, follows the car. Him and I disappear, and then the next scene after that is them at the docks the next morning. It's been a day. Wouldn't the chlorine in the pool have killed the sperm, though? Grasshopper sperm. 
Oh, okay, it's too powerful, I guess. I mean, it's if it's that powerful as a, as a singular day old fetus, how powerful do you think the sperm is? <laughs> oh no, it may be powerful enough to push that floaty. <laughs> Like, just a little dollop of it, and it'll look at it go. You know, thank God that... I mean, I don't know if thank God, because I don't know if having a grasshopper mutant baby with telepathy in your belly is a good thing, but thank God she didn't just, like, go get Plan B or something, or use a condom, or was on birth control. Maybe it was a safe day, and even then it didn't matter. It's that powerful. But I mean, but it would, that, that wouldn't work because the safe day is like when there's no egg to be fertilized. Oh, unless, yeah, you're saying, unless you're saying that the uh, grasshopper baby just needed some room to grow oh. and that it didn't even need an egg to fertilize. Oh, God. This... <laughs> So Shin, what we're saying, is a hermaphrodite. Well, no, he's not a hermaphrodite because he doesn't have a womb or a vagina. He like he probably has XY chromosomes. Oh. Never mind. They finally got caught. Oh, she's getting the cramps. Her water just broke. <laughs> oh, is it the CIA or? It's the CIA. They're here to save the day. Wait, no, they want to kill Shen. Never mind. Yeah, they just executed those unconscious men. I, if I didn't have the subtitles, I would I would assume she said Finnish as in from Finland. <laughs> All of these men are Finnish. Immediately shoots them, and all of a sudden they're they're just wearing they're just Swedish chef muppets. I know it's not even the same <laughs> country, but. Oof. The ketchup packets in her at the back side of her shirt got blown up. I was saving those for my Dairy Queen French fries. By the way, like I know instinct heat of the moment. But Shin already took so many bullets and got and like was fine. 
And like she, and also he's like he's the grasshopper hybrid here, not you. You have and you're and you you have two lives. I you literally didn't have to do that. Oh, oh, this is going to get nasty. Also, I, the baby is a singular day in ingestion. It's a singular day old. Like, I mean, unless they boned like a few months ago, but they didn't because, because, uh, because Yuki was like, hey, you guys got to confess. Oh boy, he's gonna rip, rip his kid he's out gonna, of the world. He's, he's he's gonna rip the thing that right now should theoretically just be an egg and a sperm that just met the a other day <laughs> and a goat. Yeah, that are just they probably haven't even combined yet. They're probably still feeling each other out, getting to know one another, seeing Going if they like dinner. the same movies, <laughs> seeing if they have similar hobbies. Yeah. Well, at least she won't have to feel the womb ripping. Or have to give birth to a grasshopper-man hybrid. Da-da-da! He's awaking the Rinnegan! <laughs> that, well, that kind of looks like what happened when Madara Uchiha unlocked the shoddy Rinnegan. Just yeah. opened up in the middle of his head. Uh. Naruto's really good. I'm rewatching it and uh I'm at the Five Kage Summit. Uh-huh. And that shit's hilarious because because uh Toby and uh and White Zetsu are like, "All right, Sasuke, Team Heavy, you're going to go into the Five Kage Summit, wreck shit and kill Donzo." Then he shows up and Sasuke just takes turns getting beaten up by all of the five Kage. Like, at first, A shows up, and it's like, all right, I'll take you on, A. And he just starts speed blitzing him, like, slamming it, slamming him, and is, like, about to kill him before Gara saves their lives. <laughs> then he manages to escape from the Raikage. And so he ends up in the room with the Suchin Mizukage. He fights the Mizukage, and is about to be melted before before White Zetsu saves him with his goddamn poly, uh, pollination uh, jutsu. Then he makes it back to the main room, and there's the Suchikage, who just turns him into his base atoms, if it wasn't for Toby sending him to the cube dimension. And just, he fails so much in that arc, and it's hilarious. Also, revenge, yay, revenge against uh, for I. Uh huh. It's wild that the suit emotes more than him. 
you're totally Why is it so squishy when he walks? What? Is this the same thing, dude? I guess it had, it had to end with a suit fight. Yeah. It's Goshima, which is what his name is. Oh. Like... Once once again, uh, that, that's the character's name. The monster is just called the level two cyborg. Uh, but why did you need to create the the hybrid thing? This robot guy's putting in fucking work. He survived an RPG point blank. Yeah, he's pretty good, and he's got the blade hand. Yeah. Like honestly, I don't see why how the t- how the type level threes are better than the level twos. Like, especially since it seems like the level threes still have all their memories and and everything, while uh-huh. the level twos seem more pliant and uh, prone to taking orders. Right. I mean, you got to be more all natural though, and there's nothing more natural than a grasshopper human hybrid. So currently, the organization. During our attempts for world conquest, I decided to go a little bit greener, you know? Yeah. We're going to start doing all natural bioengineering, getting Indeed. rid of all our plastic. They don't use any more ingredients that they can't pronounce, you know? Oof. Oof. Good regeneration, I guess. Yo. Yeah, the only reason the the type threes managed to beat the type two is because it got lucky and it managed to and the type two accidentally hit the uh electrical box. Maybe the type twos are intellectually inferior after all then. Nope. Oh that's cool. Oh, that's some predator blood there. Yeah, neon. It's probably like uh what's the what's the, uh, uranium? It's probably like liquid uranium. Oh, and it even has a self-destruct timer. Are you not going to toss it, Shin? Okay, there you go. I love that he's tossed it after the countdown reached zero. <laughs> I think maybe he was like, all right, this is how I die. Wait, hold up. I have a son. <laughs> my boy. I forgot my boy.
Bitch, you couldn't even kill a Type 2 with an RPG. <laughs> I, I like how it tape how the color tapers off to like brown at the bottom yeah. of his legs. Also, like, look, he's like slowly moving away from I so that his uh, child isn't hurt. Uh-huh. Also, what do you think a goddamn pistol is going to do? I, maybe she'll get a headshot. I don't know. Do you think the head is any less vulnerable than the rest of his body? What's the deal here? Oh, there she goes. Uh, it's some organization members. They didn't kill all of them. Huh. <laughs> that man is very fast at reloading uh, bazookas. Indeed. Or there's like 10 bazookas in there, and a guy's just passing them off every second. So it's like, <laughs> grab a new one, fire, put it down. Guy in the back is reloading. Now they're capturing Shin's father. Yeah. Okay, so now this is hilarious to me. Because Shin can't, wasn't able to tear through that net with his amazing tear-through claws. Oh, that's really tragic. Now his father's probably going to die. I think so, yes. Blow up the entire building? Oh no! They landed on the dynamite factory! <laughs> wow, that's super tragic. Everyone he knows and loves, except maybe for Yuki, is dead. Yeah, well, Yuki's just chilling at his gym, being like, listen. My best friend is a serial killer or something. His girlfriend's doing weird experiments on him. I'm just... This part fucking slays me. First of all, (laughs) that look on his face, like... (laughs) That man can't act. I'm sorry. (laughs) But also... Psychic... His son is sending him a psychic vision. (laughs) Is he still growing in there? Has it, that I, woman is doesn't look pregnant, so that whole ass grasshopper baby is in her right now, making like no dissensions. <laughs> what the, I hate this. I hate this goddamn movie. <laughs> that 
And now he's on the run. Yeah. From the organization and the CIA. Wow. Well, you were right. This was kind of bad. Such a bad movie. It's just... How does this get... The grasshopper baby. The, the grasshopper telepathy. Like, so bad. Like all the weird and random like cuts and scene transitions. It's just such a bad movie. I I had so much fun watching it and so much fun watching it with you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> wow. So uh, now I can uh, give a little more trivia. First of all, it was written by Junichi, um, uh, Junichi Miyashita. Who uh, I bo- who we haven't se- who we haven't seen yet uh, do anything, but most of what he d- he did uh, like a bunch of episodes of Comrade Black and Comrade Black RX, uh-huh. and like four episodes of Common Rider Blade. I mean, and it seems like oh, go ahead. Yeah, the grim dark seems to seep through. At least, at least from what I know, of Black being pretty dark and yeah, yeah, it seems consistent. And uh, apparently he's also done some Sentai and Metal Heroes work. Uh, it was also co-written by Joe Onodera, uh-huh. who uh, was an actor in Comrade Black RX, Goro, the chef for Sh- Sahara Airlines. Yeah. Oh. Uh, it seems this guy's more of an actor than uh, anything. Uh. Yeah. Wow, um, Shin, but yeah, Shin gets gets oh, he gets a really bad bad hand dealt to him in this movie. Yeah, literally everything. Like, huh. and he just seems to fall through the multiverse oh. to make cameos in other writers' shows. Yeah. Um. Okay, so apparently. He was the person who chose the. Hold up, when did come? Um, right. So the the writer wiki page for Joe Onodera says that he has a special, very special contribution to the Comrade franchise, which is that he is the one that chose the grasshopper motif design of Comrade One, uh-huh. and and persuaded the television. Uh, Network Maichi Broadcast Systems uh, staff, which led to the co- legacy of Kamen Rider series we have today. But hold up. The first Kamen Rider, was, first Kamen Rider series aired in 1971. Joe Onodera was born in 1966. This, this was not a... This five-year-old did not... This five-year-old did not go up to Shoto Shinomori, a grown-ass man, and say... Hey, you should make Common Rider a grasshopper. Like, what the... F- he was born in what year now? 66. Five years before the first, the air date of Common Rider. He, Yeah, that seems like a weird... Possibly I, I th- piece of trivia. 
I think maybe like someone was copy and pasting trivia, but like accidentally put it in the wrong uh, person's spot. Yeah, that may be the case. Uh, uh, also, his his son is also has also appeared in Common Rider as a young version of Gaiamatsu in Common Rider Zero, and he's the supervisor on Common Rider uh, Saber. Oh, huh. uh, it was directed by Makoto Suji, who did four episodes of Black, two episodes of Black RX, and it seems a few Sentai and, and uh, Metal Hero stuff. Uh, so yeah, who's your writer of the week? Uh, I'm going to say Yuki, because he saw, he had his friend confess that he was a murderer, said, hey, you know what? I go sleep with him. I'm going to leave the movie. Goodbye. Actually, no, it's a tie between Yuki and Onizuka, because Onizuka had that speech about we're we're, we're about to take, we're about to overtake God. Yeah. Onizuka is my writer because for that same speech in which he was like ranting about a nation of grasshoppers, I, I, I thought it was pretty good. Yeah. Um, my monster of the week is probably going to be Junichi Miyashita and Joe Onodera for writing uh-huh. this. Uh, in in the in universe, though, it's probably going to be. Uh, the CEO guy, Iwao Himuro, yeah. who shot, uh, who, uh, shot, uh, I, yeah, if you, I, yeah, I agree. He's also my monster of the week. If, if you're going to be executed by your superiors, that don't you want to stick it to them by letting those people live? Or like not piss off the level three, a uh, so, so, uh, cyborg soldier. Yeah. What's your rating? I'm gonna give it a three out of ten. <laughs> oh, so ruthless. <laughs> like it. Def. This is actually probably one of the worst movies I've ever seen. Oh man. I'm going to give it. I'm going to be a bit more generous. Give it a five out of ten. I. I telepathic liked, grasshopper embryo. Yeah, I liked the the practical effects, but I'm that's the thing I like about this sort of era of film is that it was before CG and we didn't have we had effects that you could actually touch back then, but it, it I feel is just sort of a quality that I, it's a quality that's just that CG just kind of lacks right now. Uh but yeah, it was super cheesy. <laughs> Shin's actor could not really act at all. Uh, I did like the that fight scene at the very end with the level two cyborg. Uh, but yeah, there, there's the save. The saving graces are few and far between. Yeah. Uh, by the way, uh, in the year of it doesn't say when this came out. So, do you know what the SIC Hero Saga is? I want to say you've mentioned it to me before. Uh, basically, uh, it's a in, it's like a magazine that will be released to promote like new figure, new SIC figurines. Yeah, and so you know, for the different characters that are released, like so you'll have like new stories about the characters that are released, and they're usually pretty fun because it's like either 
stuff we couldn't get to see in the series, alternate universes, stuff like that. There's a Shin Kamen Rider one where uh, where Shin is brainwashed by the foundation by the organization uh-huh. and becomes a killing machine and is and is a, and is and his son tries to stop him. Shin with two eyes who finds a he f- he finds a I'm sorry I can't go through this I'm just gonna, he found the destroyed cyclone which is the bike of the original common rider with uh-huh. a battle suit i.e. the suit of the original common rider under a bridge after an accident uh-huh. And put them on and decided to call himself Common Rider Shin. Okay. <laughs> so and uh, apparently and the story uh, the story abruptly ended with Shin and Shin f- like fighting each other and then stopped stop the story stopped and it has not been continued. <laughs> I see. Oh, so- also apparent apparently Sarah, the CIA agent, is still alive and Trying to recruit uh, Shin, the the younger, uh, to, to be a CIA agent. Okay. The girl that shot yeah. the rocket. I, I know. This movie was bad, guys. It wasn't great. It's like the chase scene in the building with. I and Shin's father lasted too long. I think that was filler. Yeah. Yeah. Like they came across like three different locked doors before getting caught. Yeah. Shin's actor like didn't emote. Then that scene where he showered like three times in a row Uh before getting back into the water. Yeah, this wasn't too hot. But anyway, stuff we're working on is hot. What are you working on, Anna? Plug your shit. I'm working on Not Another DXD podcast. A podcast where me and two of my friends watch High School DXD. um, As of this recording, the first episode has not been released. Which which means if you email notanotherdxdpod at gmail.com, you will get free access to our OnlyFans. Yeah, we're still on that bit, eh? Uh, yeah, because the first episode hasn't been released yet. All right. Uh, Adam, tell us about Pokemon Primeval. Yeah, I do. Of which, at which, of which one of your co-stars is on uh, Not Another DXD podcast. Uh, indeed, we're working to continue. We had to abruptly end... Uh, the first season of Pokemon Primeval in order to account for some casting shifts or some, for some uh, to account for a cast shakeup. But Hayden, who I believe is on... Yeah, well, one DXD of our child part. actors just went through puberty too quickly, so we had to find a way to write him out of the show. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, Hayden, is who's on Not Another DXD podcast... Uh, is all is joined uh, the cast of Pokemon Primeval, and we, when we restart season one, or rather continue season one, he will be there. So you will enjoy his dulcet tones there as well. I hope you look forward to it. 
And with that, yeah, hen. Oh God, I'm a grasshopper man, Sheen. <laughs>